called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Broadcasting live from the Masters Heating and Cooling Studios, this is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, Fort Wayne, Indiana. The Fan, live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovelin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports for a Saturday, October 15th, 2022. Uh, we both got our pumpkin spice lattes here. Uh, I haven't the... spilled mine yet this morning. No. So no, far. The control board is safe and dry right now. That voice you just heard from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net, that's Justin Kenny. Yeah, the soon-to-be father of two. And... Counting down the days. Oh, yeah, well, how many days are we counting down now? Uh, well, we're counting down the weeks, and we have, we're till December 7th oh. is due date, but he is growing at a rate about a week and a half ahead. So I'm sure right as we sit down for Thanksgiving dinner, my wife will pop, and our baby will be coming. Okay, well, I, thank gosh you. You got a plan out. I love, yeah, that. Plan I out. love that in you. You're yeah. very organized. The most inopportune moment is when he'll come. But, uh, <laughs> we're we're excited, and uh, I, I I better get used to not having a good eight hours of sleep every night. I would just set your alarm for about every 45 minutes <laughs> at night, just all the way through. It, right? Just get yeah, just get you get your body used to get that old internal clock ready. Well, oh, welcome absolutely. into talking sports, uh, where we talk local sports of all sorts, and. Uh, and local trimesters as well. <laughs> uh, third, right? Yeah, yes, okay. third. And I, I look like I'm in my second with this uh, belly that I've got, but uh, I'm not. Uh, so, but uh, oh my goodness, do we have a lot to talk about this morning? And uh, most of it revolves around high school football week nine. Um, uh, just like the previous eight weeks, it didn't disappoint. So we will talk about that. The Comets get off uh, to a start. Played a lot of rookies last night uh, at Wheeling and were beaten by the Nailers 6-3 to in preseason game. But uh, sounds like Coach Ben Boudreau was still pleased with the product uh, despite the the loss. And uh, they'll play again tonight and then open up next Saturday at the Coliseum. And I believe they play the Cincinnati Cyclones. They do, yes. Or as Terry Ficarelli used to call them, the Cyclones. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, we have high school football, and then we'll be talking with Mike McCaffrey, athletic director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar chat just a little bit later on. We'll uh, chat with him at the bottom of the hour. And the Cougars have a big game today at Bishop John M. Darcy Stadium. Now, this one is back to the noon start. The first two home games were 6 p.m. kickoffs, and uh, it should be a dandy at Darcy Stadium today and uh, at halftime this is the cool thing they've been honoring at halftime some of their previous teams uh, the the 1999 team was featured the 2004 2005 teams well today they are honoring the 2016 2017 
back-to-back national championship teams. So most of the alums of the football program and the university can uh, come back and uh, be honored at halftime, and it uh, should be uh, quite memorable uh, for that time of year. So uh, we'll we'll talk to Mike about that. I don't want to give everything away, but uh, we'll talk to him, like I said, bottom of the hour. But first, let's go to the scoreboard, shall we, Justin? <laughs> let's do it. Final night of the regular season. Yes. And next week, in the first four clubs, Class 1A, 2A, 3A, and 4A, half the teams will go home at the end of Friday night. So, last night, Carroll at Wayne. Chargers prevail 45-8. to But early on, there was a little bit of uh, upset watch going on. Yes, there was. Wayne was, was playing pretty well. The first drive for Carroll started off with an interception, and Wayne was able to capitalize with a touchdown and went for two and led eight to nothing. It was eight to seven, and... Carroll then got got going late in the first half and then just absolutely dominated scoring on their final four possessions of the game. Jimmy Sullivan, another big night, 19 of 30, 195 yards, three touchdowns through the air. Also rushed for 66 yards and a score. And it was a, a great performance for Carroll to cap a regular season going undefeated. What does it mean going into the playoffs? Absolutely nothing, Jim. Mm-mm. Nope. Nothing whatsoever. Nothing. For everybody. It's a clear slate now. Yes, it is. In other games, uh, the Northside Legends behind Jonte Lambert's uh, 265 yards and three touchdowns. uh, Finished the season 1,822 yards. Broke the single season record set by Tim Hines in 1980. Anyway, the Legends uh, beat Concordia 48 to 21. Northside, a solid Six and two, and um, obviously I haven't seen Northside since the Carroll game. Yeah, and it it appears as if they've cleaned up some of their uh, penalty issues that they had, and uh, even with the penalties, they were still competing because of the fact that they have such uh, splendid talent. Yeah, they do, and even the losses. Snyder, a game that they could have won. Carroll a game they could have won. Both of those were on the road. But other than that, Northside rolls through the SAC. Congratulations to them, 7-2. and two. They they cap it off with almost 500 yards of total offense last night, 180 yards through the air for Bodie Dickerson. And it was Tay-Tay Johnson with 148 yards receiving and a touchdown and took care of business last night against Concordia. Now Northside will... Have a week off before they will host Anderson to kick off the postseason. And speaking of rolling along, the Snyder Panthers rolled along, uh, beating Bishop Lewers at Spooler Stadium last night, 52-7. to Snyder just kind of lurking uh, under the radar, if you will, 7-1. and one. Their only loss to Carroll in an epic contest. It was early in the season, but uh, I believe it was 28-21. Yep. Okay. That's correct. And... Uh, That's their only blemish on this season. So uh, keep an eye out for the Snyder Panthers and uh, see what their uh, fortunes will bring here in the postseason. But uh, as everybody knows, uh, it's it's everything's great until uh, (laughs) until you hit three one seven. (laughs) Well, you know, with with Snyder, Luke Hoppert last night, two hundred forty yards passing, two hundred forty eight yards passing, three touchdowns, and this team, Snyder 
looks absolutely dominant right now over the final month and a half of the season. They've had four straight games in which they've allowed seven or less points. That Homestead game in week five, they won 49 to 21. Before that, they had back-to-back shutouts. This is a team rolling on all cylinders. We'll get Bishop DeWanger in a couple weeks to open the sectional and then a potential rematch against Northside in the championship for the sectional. But don't look past the Bishop DeWanger Saints. I know people want to after the 28 to nothing victory for Snyder in week eight, but they also beat Snyder by, or excuse me, beat DeWanger by double digits last year in the regular season before losing to DeWanger. That is true. But you know, and you look at Snyder, Snyder is a team, though, to be feared. They have so much talent, but not that one horse right. that's going to make them or break them if they get injured. You have it all over the place. You know, I mean, offensively, uh, Luke Hoppert, I mean, you look at level, uh, just uh, guys, Billings, just guys that can come in and and sustain. So, I mean, it's always... Uh, and, and you're not going to see somebody with the gaudy stats leading the uh, the conference or the area in rushing or passing or something. So, anyway. Very business-like approach for this Snyder group. Every every sa- every Friday night on Twitter and every Saturday, people talking about all these standout performances, and Snyder's just very business-like. And you know what's most impressive for me, the Snyder Panthers, is they've now won seven consecutive games. You wouldn't know it if you read social media. There's just there's nothing coming mm. out. It's it's a business like approach at Snyder. There's not a lot of hype, not a lot of talk, not a lot of look at us. We're gonna dominate. We, we're going to stay. It's just very very business like for Snyder. And I bet Kurt Tipman loves it and that way. A big <laughs> big part of what Tipman has instilled in these kids for sure. Couple more uh, games in the Summit Athletic Conference. Bishop Dwanger at home beats Northrop 45 to 20. Once again, Braxton Burmis. Uh, Still behind center as a sophomore and getting uh, more savvy every week. Yeah, better and better with each passing week for Braxton Burmis. His his challenge now in a couple weeks is to face that fierce Snyder defense. But how about C.J. Davis last night? Gets an interception against his former team in Northrop. He is now the first player ever, Jim, to have at least one interception against every single team in the SAC. Wow. In his career. That's incredible. Pretty cool. Also, uh, it didn't appear in the paper uh, with a name, but there was a 91-yard, was it a kick return or a punt return? Well, kick return, I believe, uh, by Bishop Dwanger, and I believe that was uh, none other than Carter Minnix, if I'm not mistaken. Was it Mr. Minnix? It wouldn't be surprising. Uh, Mr. Minnix has been that guy throughout the entire season in terms of being that dangerous guy, and, yeah, it was him last night for for Bishop Dwanger returning that for a touchdown, and, Really impressive junior, really breakout season for Carter. It's, it's great to see, great kid. And Bishop DeWanger's back on track, but for them, they have to face the Snyder Panthers coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, Bishop DeWanger, looking, uh, let's say the preseason prognosticators uh, wouldn't have put the DeWanger Saints uh, at a solid 6-3 and three either. It looked like no. they, were, they were destined to be perhaps – Way, you know, I, well, middle of the pack to just below middle of the pack with their kid, all the unknowns they had. Yeah, and look, you look at their their win loss and six and three, and their losses to Northside, Carroll, and Snyder. That feels right in terms of the talent level that Bishop Dwinger has this season, and the talent level that those other teams have in which they lost to. So 
it, it feels right. Close wins over Homestead, Bishop Lures. It just feels like that's where Bishop DeWanger fits into the SAC this year. And that's no knock on anybody. That's just when you look around the league and what Bishop DeWanger had and what they had coming back and what they didn't have coming back is that feels right. And last year, this team in the regular season went five and four and everybody was outraged and they win a sectional championship. And this is a team that has won sectional championships for five straight seasons. So you can mumble and grumble with every loss that Bishop DeWanger takes, but by and large, this is still a solid program. And I think with the personnel that they have or don't have, they fit in right around six and three in this league. And I think it was exceeded some people's expectations. It did. The final score of the Summit Athletic Conference last night had the Homestead Spartans uh, heading to Southside and beating the Archers 49-6. to Tough week for Southside. They come out and play a spirited game, but just outnumbered with Homestead. And, and an interesting thing in the SAC, in the final year of this format, you have every record represented between 9-0 and and no and 9 You had one team go 9-0, and all the way down to 8-1, and 7-2, and 6-3, and 5-4, all, all the way to 0-9. and nine. Pretty, pretty interesting. How about that? Yeah. How about that? If, if you're nice a, and tidy. a math savant, yes. <laughs> and by the way, I got a text that came in uh, that said TS is pop a medical term. Well, you know, it's, in my extensive experience, I, I, I don't feel like it's a, a medical term, but it can explain a lot of different ailments. Okay. Or you can call it soda. Or is that what, not what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember well when my oldest son was born. It was after 38 hours of active labor. Ah. Um, I wouldn't exactly call that hot. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, let's move on quickly. Uh, that's before. why we don't touch a lot of the... Uh, yeah, we, the, we but, are not the health show. But it is labeled yeah. TS. So it, is, is it, it, it was for us. <laughs> so I'm not a doctor, but I'll have uh, an opinion here. Okay, moving over to the Northeast 8 Conference. Uh it was Leo beating DeKalb 41-17 to last night at Leo on senior night. Max Leffler, school record, 301 yards on 18 carries, three touchdowns for the Leo Lions. And, man, this is a team that we talked about Bishop DeWanger and where they kind of fit in. This this feels right for Leo. Six and three, has a, a couple losses in the conference to Norwell and Columbia City. But, a good solid year one for Jason Dorfler in the regular season when you are changing everything you do as an offense and guys are used to running the old system for years and years. It was a good performance for Leo winning five of their last six games and they'll host Southside next week to start the postseason. And yeah, and Leffler got that in and, uh, and, and scored the final Leo touchdown in the fourth quarter on an 18-yard run. So I'm not even sure if Leffler played the whole game. Didn't need to to get so, 301 yards. Yeah, how about that? Other scores had uh, East Noble beating Belmont by a score of 49-7. to uh, East Noble back on track after uh, losing four in a row. Good bounce back game. A game that East Noble really needed in this one because they have to go to Angola next week, which is going to be a challenging game. And I think a very spirited effort by Xander Brazel last night, 201 yards, 12 of 17 passes, two touchdowns. He is the guy that needs to develop and lead this East Noble team into the playoffs if they're going to have a shot in sectional 19 because uh, still a younger kid, the defense has struggled to stop good offenses, and they have to match those 
those defensive scores allowed with offensive points. And Xander Brazel needs to be on his game starting next week if they're going to beat the Hornets and have any shot in sectional 19. It was a good tune-up for him last night against Belmont. And the final, well, not the final score. Uh, we've got a big one to tell, talk about here. But it was New Haven over Huntington North, 32-21. And uh, the, the Vikings are very injury-depleted. They are missing a lot of guys. And New Haven, this kind of felt like maybe a trap game for the Bulldogs after coming off what was a very impressive win last week against New Haven. And it's a team that's won three straight games now and heads to DeKalb to take on the Barons to open the postseason. This is a team in Cal Boer that has the, the horses offensively when you look at Milan Graham and Donovan Williams and Trey Bates. And if they're healthy and they have full complement of guys, this is not a team that has a lot of depth. You see them take the field of full complement of guys is like 40 for, Nor or for New Haven. So if they are healthy, if they have every guy available on their roster, they're a very dangerous football team, and they could pull – pull an upset or two in sectional 19 if teams aren't careful. Now three straight dubs for the dogs. In a game you heard right here on 1380 AM, 100.9 FM. At the courtyard in Ossian, Indiana, at the Norwell High School, the Norwell Knights taste defeat for the first time at the hands of the Columbia City Eagles. Columbia City prevails in a, in a thriller, in a shocker. Well, maybe not a complete shocker, but... The way Norwell was rolling. Anyway, Columbia City 25-24 over Norwell in an instant classic. What a game out at Ossian. Huge crowd. All of Columbia City came out. All Ossian came out in Uniondale for that matter too. And Columbia City enters the fourth quarter down 12, down 24 to 12, come back. They get the stops when they needed to defensively. They get the runs they needed to when they needed to with with the Ethan Seavers getting down inside the five, and then Josh Arntz completing it with a two-yard touchdown plunge with less than two minutes to go. Norwell struggles through the air all night, including their final drive where they turn it over on downs. Complete effort by Columbia City. You talk about Seavers, you talk about Arntz, you talk about Justice Gorey, you talk about Colton Piper, and people will look at his stat line, and he threw two picks and completed less than 50% of his passes, but he completed some big third and long plays that moved the chains, and Stratton Fuller with another great game. That defense as well. Dominic Chacon, who continues to lead that team in tackles. Cohen Payne with a big pick. Easton Carnahan up front. It was a true team effort last night for Columbia City. They capture their first ever Northeast 8 championship and their first conference championship of any kind since 2010. Congratulations to Columbia City. And yeah, the only, uh, the only depressing thing for me last night, we had the pregame show out at... Uh, Norwell, too, is I, I yelled to you a couple of times. Now, <laughs> now one of your security uh, yeah, entourage might have looked over at me a little bit, but I couldn't see through the sunglasses if he was actually looking at me or, <laughs> or what. But, uh, yeah, you uh, you had quite a cast surrounding you. Well, it's I, I got to be safe at these places, you know, as as a, a with an alter ego. You never know who's going to look at, at at try and confront you about something and. I'm sure one of my, my security guards thought you were a threat, but seeing the distance you were away looked pretty comfortable. I wasn't, I didn't have the cane or anything with me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, alter ego, you got an alter ego. I, you know, some people know about my alter I, ego. I had an alter ego back uh, before the turn of the century. Ah. Was, uh, known as Regis St. Regis. That's on, right. On uh, WME. That is yeah. right. 
Yeah, and I I got a pre-approved credit card application in the mail <laughs> to my nice. address to Regis St. Regis because I did a remote at Glamour Shots, and uh, the general manager thought it'd be funny for me to go through one of these sessions. <laughs> and my daughter somehow has these. I was gonna say, where are yeah, those? Can yeah. we see them? I've got I've got one of them. But, do you ever um, type your name in? This is a thing to do on Google. Type. Just your first name in and then Glamour Shots and see what pops up. In fact, maybe I should do it right now with oh, Jim no, Glamour no, no, Shots no, no, no. and see if anything comes up. <laughs> look, look at Regis. <laughs> yes. But anyway, Regis. Uh, let's quickly head to the Allen County <laughs> Athletic Conference. It was Adam Central over Woodland, 42 to 7. What are you looking at? Oh, we got nothing. <laughs> okay. Whew. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, Adam Central <laughs> wins again. How about that? Uh, they're they're nine and zero, six and zero in the conference. Rolling uh, right along, huh? With uh, with Adam Central, three hundred ninety seven yards rushing. Five different guys for Adam Central last night averaged averaged over eight yards per carry. Pure domination again for the Flying Jets. They enter postseason starting next week. A perfect nine and zero. AC will go to Southwood next week. Southwood, pretty solid season. Has won seven straight games after starting zero and two. A tough challenge for the Knights, though, hosting the Flying Jets next week. Heritage, 42-7 over Jay County. Casey Kolkman, 6-3 uh, and three overall, 5-1 and one in ACAC play. Next week, they've got Norwell. <laughs> and it'll be an angry Norwell team, too. Oh, will it ever. Won't yeah. it? But just a great performance for, for Heritage to, to end the regular season. Six rushing touchdowns. Isaac Nagy, the senior, with three of them. Kobe Meyer with two, and Ryland Whitaker, the standout defender, also had one carry for a touchdown, a complete effort by Heritage on both sides of the football. Impressive performance. It was a team that we looked at heading into the season and said, okay, year three of Casey Kolkman, what are we going to get? And we he delivered. And outside of losses to Norwell, AC, and LaPel, he's done everything that we expected and, and potentially more. Great season for Heritage. They get Norwell next week, another shot at Norwell, but that's a team that beat them 42 to nothing in week two. But if anybody can get kids up. Oh, totally. It's Coach Kochman. Yes, and that's the goal now. That's the, the thing for, for Josh Gerber and company today for Norwell is how do you move past what happened last night? Is for the first time all season, Norwell played somebody and got punched in the mouth and didn't react successfully. And... They have to figure that out. You looked at Norwell last night, heading into last night's game. I said, yeah, they can beat West Lafayette in 3A. Yeah, they can beat Chittard in 3A. After last night, I'm not so sure. They need to find the way to convince me after last night that they are capable of beating those teams because Columbia City effectively limited what Norwell does in a lot of ways, and it's concerning for them going into the playoffs. Other scores around the Allen County Athletic Conference in a non-conference game. Bluffton beats Lakeland 28-7. to That's a good win to cap off the regular season for the Bluffton Tigers. And it was a team that pretty much ran all over Lakeland with 240 yards rushing. And Tucker Jenkins, one carry for 78 yards. He led the way for the Bluffton Tigers. Close to 400 yards overall as an offense for Bluffton. Good tune-up game for them. Entering the postseason, they'll head to one win Blackford next week in a favorable matchup for Coach Kunks' crew. And in the final ACAC game, 
at Southern Wells. It was South Adams beating the Raiders by a score of 49-8. to Business-like approach for Southern Wells. Last night went in, got a dub, scored, I think they were up 41 to nothing at halftime and, and rolled from there. So dominant performance by them. Another great rushing game for South Adams. Owen Warner threw a trio of touchdowns on seven completions. Very business-like approach. South Adams only held, held the ball for 16 minutes of that game and scored 49 points. So good efficiency by the Starfires offense. Moving over to the Northeast Corner Conference. Garrett wins again. My goodness. Uh, they are, uh, uh, after that, well, they were uh, beaten last week by a good Angola team, but they come up big 40-23 to 23 over Central Noble. Uh, their uh, second win of the season. How about Coach Chris DePew's crew? In the last three weeks have looked pretty solid in, in what they've been able to do, and it's good to see when you start a season off 0-6 and you're like, gosh, where's this path going? You beat Fairfield on the road. You had Angola on the ropes at home last week, and then you knock off Central Noble yesterday. And just good to see for Garrett. They get Belmont at home next week, and that's a game that the Railroaders could could capture to open sectional 27. So some positive vibes over the last couple of weeks in Garrett country. In a battle of the leaders in the big division and small division, it was Eastside prevailing over Angola 28-7 to last night. That's a as convincing of a win as we saw last night that probably flew under the radar of a lot of people. You look at Eastside, and I talked to, to Coach Todd Mason on Thursday of the coaches show. He said, we're treating this like a playoff game. We're treating this like or the approach of us coming in is we have to be ready to play. And they absolutely did and came in and just dominated Angola from the jump over only held Angola to less than 120 yards through on the ground. And great night again, Briar Muncy, the rushing attack over 100 yards. Dax Holman runs for three touchdowns. Carson Jacobs scampers for one. It's that three headed rushing monster of Eastside that's going to make or break their chances in the postseason. And last night was very impressive. Eastside will go to Wabash to open the playoffs, and we're already eyeing, Jim, that east side bishop Lures round four matchup if we can get it come the sectional final. And that's been a dandy uh, yeah. in recent past as well. Rightly Burroff and the Cherubusco Eagles beat Fairfield at home last night, 35-14. to 14. Big, Same old, same old for Cherubusco. It's Riley Burroff, it's Wyatt Marks, and... Marks rushed for 182 yards last night and a touchdown. Burroff threw for three touchdowns. And Cherubusco, uh, we need to watch them in sectional 35. I just said we're on a collision course with Eastside and, and Bishop Lewers, but Cherubusco in there in the well. They'll they'll head to Central Noble next week to start the playoffs. And if you're wondering, Eastside beat Cherubusco in week four, 28-6, in the event that those two teams meet up again. Fremont went to Lake Station in a non-conference game and beat uh... – the Lake Stationers, uh, 28 <laughs> to 12. The Lake Stationers, who I find out are the Thomas A. Edison Junior Senior High School. I don't know why it's called Lake Station outside of Lake Station. It's the only high school in that city. I don't know why it's not Tom. Anyway, Fremont, they, they dominate Thomas Edison High School, Lake Station, whatever it is, for the second straight year. Good win for Fremont on the road, bouncing back from a loss against Heights last week. And in the final uh, Northeast Corner Conference game, it was West Noble beating Prairie Heights 51-13. to 13, And uh, 
Wes Noble is okay this season. Wes Noble's pretty decent, aren't they? And seven and two overall, yes. four and one in uh, well, still three and one in big division play. They'll get Mishawaka Marion at home next week to open up the postseason. Traditionally, that's a very good Mishawaka Marion team, but struggling this year. They were shut out by Angola a couple weeks ago. And when you look forward, is it is it Jimtown? Is it Knox, the biggest challengers? Is it Glenn in there as well in terms of West Noble? But this is a team that could make a run at least to compete in a semis and, and definitely a final in sectional 26. So keep an eye on Coach Mayhorter's West Noble Chargers. And in a score from the 3-1-7 last night, Justin, Hamilton Southeastern 31 Brownsburg 28. Just a phenomenal game down in Indy. I was trying to follow this throughout the evening, and Brownsburg was the number one team in Class 6A at 8 and, or excuse me, they were 8 0 heading into last night. Now 8 and 1. Who ascends to the number one spot to open the postseason? Could it be at HSE? And could Homestead be that team? They get HSE to start sectional three. So Homestead, after getting a win last night, get a week off. Their first challenge in the postseason could be the biggest of them all, taking on the number one ranked team in 6A on the road. How about that? And uh, that is our week nine recap of high school football from the big four conferences around the Fort Wayne area, of course. And uh, other school, let's see, uh, let's see if we have any other scores. No, don't have any other scores there, but... Anyway, uh, tell you what, let's go ahead, let's take a break, and then uh, when we come back, we will talk with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, and I'm sure there's tailgating going on for both teams right now because Marion likes to travel, and there's a lot of RVs in the parking lot, and uh, they follow their nights around. But uh, before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. Quality right from your kitchen tap. Diane loves this because she doesn't have to pick up these 24-case water bottles, lug them from the store into the car, out of the car, into the house. She just turns on the faucet, pushes a button, and the water becomes pristine. Bottled water quality water. It is fantastic. She has the the family drinking it, of course, with uh, all the water that we consume is, is through there, and then also the animals as well. Because for Brick and Ziva... And chop suey, only the best for these animals as well. And uh, you too can have bottled water quality. Just all you got to do, call Culligan today, 4848668, 4848668 to either perhaps buy a system or you can rent a system as well. Whatever suits your budget, 4848668. Give your people Culligan water. We'll be right back. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise 
Specialized Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Get ready. It's time to play some football. The train is coming. Cuts back, bounces off a man, trying to turn the corner, and he walks in for the touchdown. This week, the Boilermakers take on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Our coverage begins at 6.30 on your home for the Purdue Boilermakers on the Boilermakers Sports Network from Learfield on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Hockey fans can make every goal feel bigger than ever with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 pregame wager on any NHL game. If either team scores a goal in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use bonus code CALEB200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, player props, and live betting options. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CALEB200 to win $200 in free bets if a goal is scored in any NHL game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Indiana only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. The Brockman Heating and Air Conditioning Promise. On time, done right, or it's free. Brockman's your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. That's over 60 years strong since 1957 serving homeowners in the Fort Wayne area. And Brockman's has the most experienced techs to help you decide if you should repair or replace your unit. 423-4331. Call your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Brockman's Heating and Air Conditioning. On time, done right, or it's free. 423-4331. No voting machines connected to the Internet. Voter identification required. You hear a lot about voter security lately. The state of Indiana has more than 20 security procedures in place. These are just a few to ensure that all votes are secure and accurately counted. machines not interconnected. Homeland security. Okay, that's a lot. So you can rest assured that in Indiana, your vote is private, protected, and accurately recorded. You can count on it. Sponsored by the Indiana Secretary of State, this station and the Indiana Broadcasters Association. I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that I received. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up and explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson for their outstanding service. Your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer, Gibson'sHeating.com. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Bobbing my head a little bit. 
See, Justin has really upped his music game. I figured Caleb out. Caleb and Kenny yeah. uh, broke the airwaves in the morning. I figured out how way. to tap into the archive. Yes, and I love it. Seven <laughs> to nine uh, weekly, Monday through Friday, uh, every day of the week. Start your day like I do with Caleb and Kenny in the morning. And you'll hear some good music, too. There are worse ways to start your day. There Deep. may not be very many worse days, but it is not the worst. Deep Purple. Yes. Smoke on the Water from the album Machine Head. Not that I'm old. Yes, I'm old. Okay. Anyway, maybe they'll play this at Darcy Stadium. They're playing some good music, too. Well, let's ask, because on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, is the athletic director of the University of St. Francis, Mr. Mike McCaffrey. Mike, good morning. Good morning, Jim. How you doing? I am great. Hey, it's game day, and, and we're going to get things rolling at noon today at Darcy Stadium. The Cougars are going to be taking on uh, a longtime rival, Marion. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good to be back to a noon start. Uh, tailgating lots full across the street, uh, so we'll be ready to rock and roll here at 12 o'clock with kickoff. But, uh, yeah, big game, obviously. Um, you know, we've, we've had some early success and, and hit a couple speed bumps, bounced back last week, kind of got on track. Um, so we're sitting here and welcoming in a top-10 team, and every time us and Marion get together, you can toss the records out, throw everything away, and know that you're going to get a heck of a football game today. So, Hopefully everybody's ready. It's a beautiful day out here at the stadium, so hopefully everybody's ready to come out and uh, enjoy some good ball. Oh, a perfect fall day for football. You should have uh, temperatures in the upper 50s, low 60s perhaps with sunshine. You just can't beat the the perfection uh, that will be. And I'm sure the leaves are about to turn if they haven't started already around Mirror Lake too. So the, yep. the background, the setting is just phenomenal. Uh, and especially when Marion comes, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, they bring a, a ton of RVs and they tailgate uh, almost as much as uh, the Cougar fans do. So uh, throughout, uh, if you're hungry and walking around campus, you shouldn't stay hungry too long. <laughs> no, no question. Yeah, they'll bring a crowd. They always do. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, a tailgating lot over on their side of the stadium, kind of over by Hutzel that, uh, that they kind of take over on game day that we give to our visitors. So. I'm sure that lot is filled as well, and uh, you know they got a, a TV broadcast broadcast crew here from uh, Indiana Sports Channel, so they're going to broadcast this on, I think it's Comcast Channel 81, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, a lot of people outside of just Fort Wayne are going to be able to watch this one. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to tune in, given the, the history of the rivalry, and uh, you know we got a we we owe them one here this year. It's been uh, a few years since we've gotten them uh, on our on our turf and, and ended up with the upper hand. So they're, uh, I know our boys are fired up. I know coach D and his staff are fired up and ready to hopefully make a statement today. Well, now Mike at halftime in, in the halftime, the first two home games, you've, you've honored previous teams in eras as well. And I believe uh, week one, it was uh, honoring the 1999 uh, Cougar football team. And in the last home game, the second home game of the season, uh, honored, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the 2004, 2005, uh, maybe even 2006 teams. Yep. This week, it's the 2016-17 back-to-back national champs. And uh, talk about how you get everybody back together. Well, you know, I mean, we're we're fortunate that, uh, you know, this 16 and 17 class, they've been pretty engaged with uh, – with the university even since they left you know a lot of them help out with our our big golf outing or they're on a 
the 25th reunion committee. So we've been able to keep them engaged and keep them active within the, the university and the football program specifically. So it's a, it's a pretty cool network. I mean, they all communicate with each other. I don't know what social media tool you use these days to blast out messages and those kind of things, but they're definitely doing it. And we hope to have a good number of those guys because a lot of them still live around here. Uh, so we hope that today the 16, 17 teams, they'll come out and, Obviously, they've got some some memories of Marion games, and the 17 team was the one that went undefeated, so that would have been the the last time we got them during the regular season. So it's uh, they'll probably show up here and, and have their chest puffed out and say, "Well, I beat you when I was here." So uh, try to pass off some of that mojo to this class and hopefully get something turned around here today. And of course, uh, if anybody wants to get tickets, uh, best way to do it. Yeah, best way is to go online now. Uh, before you get to the game, just go onto our uh, online ticketing site on the website. It just says tickets in the top. You click on it, uh, put your credit card in, get as many tickets as you want. We do uh, offer tickets with cash at the gate. Uh, we do not have a credit card machine, so it's either uh, 5 or 10 bucks at the gate or get them online and save yourself some time when you get here. All right. Let's talk about some of the other fall sports. And, and I always uh, – and it, it actually is not jokingly – uh, the Alex Ebatino watch, uh, this outstanding cross-country track athlete uh, is uh, is is a phenomenal student-athlete at the University of St. Francis. Yeah, we got to wait another week. Next week she goes up to Aquinas, uh, so they haven't run in two weeks. Um, so the last two times we've spoken, uh, we've been waiting for her next one, and the next one will be up at Aquinas in Grand Rapids next weekend, uh, kind of the last tune-up before we get to the conference championship the week after that. Um, so, yeah, she's... She's probably itching, uh, ready to go. I know she's, uh, you know, probably sitting there going, I need to win a race sometime soon, need to get back into my groove. And, uh, you know, but she's she's practicing and getting ready because she's going to go to the Nationals, and we hope the whole team goes. We're sitting, I think, right outside the top 25 right now, but hopefully we get one of those at-large bids to go out there and take her team with her. But, uh, nope, she's, she's awesome, and we can't wait to see her run next weekend. You know, it's interesting, Mike. Uh, you know, if one look at me, and, and people know that, oh, that's not a cross-country body. But, uh, you know, my grandson uh, running cross-country this past fall and yeah. and seeing the the carnival festival-like atmosphere at these <laughs> cross-country meets, it's yeah. incredible. It's so much fun, and everybody's cheering for everybody else. You talk about teamwork and support and everything, and, and I'm told that it just gets even more magnified the the higher levels you go to, and it, it's just so much. It's actually it's very fun to watch these kids compete, and uh, and especially if you have uh, a, a national, uh, you know, a nationally ranked person who's one of the best in their uh, in their sport in the country oh my goodness but uh but no cross country is uh is a lot more fun than what i thought it would be that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah they get there and they set up their camps right so you yes. get to the to the park or whatever it is that you're running these cross country meets and each team kind of gets their own little camp and you'll see more uh 10 by 10 pop-up tents than you would at a football tailgate sometimes <laughs> so it's a uh, no it's, it's it's a cool environment i've had the the pleasure of going to watch our team run a few different times and uh, it's yeah, like you said, it's a big family camaraderie feeling that you get when you go to some of those meets, and uh, yeah, they cheer everybody else on, and and it's a it's a fun time. Cause, I mean, you think they're there the whole time, and they're there for a 15, 20 minute race, and then the day's over for them. So uh, you got to got to build a little bit around the event. Can't just show up and run. So it's good that they've uh, they've got that atmosphere going for them. And uh, what about the fortunes of Scott Haddix and the uh, Cougar 
volleyball team. Yeah, so they're up in Wisconsin right now. They split a couple matches last night, won one, lost one. Uh, they'll play uh, Viterbo today. We're up in the Viterbo tournament up in Wisconsin. So they've got, I think it's five matches here over the weekend, um, and then come back and get back into the Crossroads League play. But we're we're sitting there right in the hunt, uh, right in the thick of things, right in the middle of the conference. So we got to string together a couple and get into the conference tournament and hope to make some noise there. Well, Mike, I know you're busy uh, getting set for the noon start at Darcy Stadium between the Cougars and Marion University, so I will uh, let you get back to those preparations, but I will see you shortly. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. All right. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar chat. And we had a couple of texts that have come in uh, through the Automotive Color and Supply text line at 46862. And uh, the first one says, T.S., how many more years does Bishop Dwanger have to remain in 5A? Great question. Great question that I don't know the answer to. I, I, I I'd imagine it depends on how the playoffs go this year for Bishop Dwanger. And backstory, obviously, they elevated to 5A from 4A due to the success factor. Correct. And so they've been up for, I want to say, three years now up into 5A. This will be the fourth, so... This will be another two-year cycle to see if they cycle down. Won a sectional last year. I would imagine if they won a sectional this year, they would stay. But if not, maybe they drop. So I'm not exactly sure. I'm still success factor points always confuse me. So I'm not exactly sure. Another text came in on the Automotive Color and Supply text line. It says, T.S., shout out to Coach Colkman and the job he's done at Heritage. Not only in the win-loss but the job he's doing leading young men, and we couldn't agree more. A guy that is almost like a program whisperer to rebuild a program and did it at Northside and did it at Bluffton and now has done it at, at Heritage, knows the process in which to build kids back up after struggling for so long and is doing a tremendous job. And for us outsiders, it's great because – for so long, it's been AC and South Adams in the ACAC, right? So hopefully, Heritage can continue to make strides and, and be a consistent competitor up there. Knocking South Adams off was huge, and it's just a great, great season for Heritage in the regular season. 46862, Automotive Color and Supply Text Line. We're going to go ahead, step out, take a break. We'll come back with more. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Dan Patrick at 9 a.m. on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. And this is an overreaction to Chua getting hurt in the Bengals game. Now, the question is, what happens the rest of this season? Would you make that call in the postseason? Would you make the call in the postseason on Tom Brady's sack? Would you make the call in the postseason on Teddy Bridgewater's injury? Dan Patrick at 9 a.m. Download the 1380 app. Listen from your smart speaker or log on to 1380thefan.com. This is Matt Hoopy of Hoopy Insurance Services, and I want you to think of me as your personal shopper for all of your insurance needs. As an independent agent, I can do the research and comparisons to find the right company and coverage that fits your needs, not just sell you a cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all policy from some of the national companies. Besides shopping price, I look for companies that put you first when it comes to filing a claim. With an independent agency like Hoopy Insurance Services, not only do we have dozens of options to find the right 
create policy that meets your needs. We work with companies that deliver service when you need them most. And you always have an advocate that isn't an employee of the company, but has leverage with the company to help you have a stress-free experience. Before you renew or if you have new insurance needs, let's talk about the differences. Contact me, Matt Hoopia, Hoopy Insurance. We represent you. That's why we say our family serving your family since 1981. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are a few of the things many of us take for granted. Yet, for many United States military veterans, finding and affording oral health care is a challenge many of us don't think about. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to see one veteran with special needs one time per year. Visit willyouseeonevet.org to learn more. That's willyouseeonevet.org. Charlie died after taking a single pill that turned out to be counterfeit. He was having back issues, and it was a counterfeit poisonous pill. Websites and social media selling fake medicines may look legitimate, but they're not. Drugs from these rogue pharmacies could have fillers like sawdust or deadly fentanyl. He died in less than 15 minutes after taking the pill. Now there's a free tool that can give you peace of mind. At safe.pharmacy, enter the pharmacy web address and you'll know if the site you're using is safe. If you're not getting your prescriptions from a legitimate source, that next dose you take could be your last. We just don't want other people to go through what we're going through. It's just horrific. Go to safe.pharmacy. Find out about fake medicine on social media and if the site you're buying from is safe. Right now, the forgotten poor are waiting for healing and care, for life-saving medical care, for a chance to live with dignity and hope. They are waiting for Mercy Ships and you. Mercy Ships is the largest floating civilian hospital in the world with volunteer medical staff and crew who donate their time to save lives. And now, as our newest state-of-the-art hospital ship sets sail, Mercy Ships will double our ability to reach children and adults who need us now. Without the work of Mercy Ships, these patients don't have another option. Mercy Ships is answering the call to serve suffering people who have nowhere else to turn. Together, we are going to some of the world's most desperate places and bringing a wave of hope and healing to those who need it most. To learn more about this wave of hope, go to mercyships.org today. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Rolling Stones beast the burden. Hmm. 1978. The height of Jim Shovlin. I was 20 years old with a 73 Firebird formula oh, with honeycomb rims on my Supercharger 60s. Man. And Supercharger 70s on the front. Yeah. Um, Out there cleaning up. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Talking Sports. Uh, Talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. Then we give way to the judge, Phil Houck, and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame fighting Irish football, Tim Priester, as they give you fighting Irish preview. And tonight, of course, the fighting Irish are going to be taking on Stanford. And that's a what, 730 
start. Uh, 7.30, I think. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So um, they'll be uh, they'll be taking the field, and uh, let's see if their their fortunes can continue. Let me uh, take a look at the paper this morning. Yep, 7.30. And Nebraska-Purdue play on the Big Ten Network at 7.30 as well, but they play right here on 1380. Yes, the sir. The fan 100.9 FM and uh, IU Maryland. Uh, they're on ESPN two at three thirty today. So. Oh, action-packed, Dave! You're a college football Ooh. fan, and you can afford somehow to just park your butt on the couch today. Entertainment all day. You have Penn State, Michigan at high noon. You have NC State, Syracuse at three thirty. You have Alabama, Tennessee at three thirty. You have Notre Dame tonight. You have Mississippi State, Kentucky tonight. You have USC and Utah tonight. Alabama, Tennessee. Yes. Mm. Tennessee at Neyland Stadium, battle undefeated, 110,000 in the stands, biggest game in Tennessee in a decade, I'd say. And they're still nine-point dogs. Yeah, Cougars marrying at noon. And and those games are anywhere from 245 to just about three. Okay. They, keep, they keep the clock moving, and and so I sh- should be home by 330. Mm-hmm going to be huge and another big 330 game oklahoma state tcu on abc at 330 man chock full action today for college oh my goodness yes and in in tonight and i I mentioned you off air that this is the the first full notre dame game that i'll be able to watch uh, in its entirety because diane and the girls are going to fright night downtown tonight a huge day down downtown fort wayne yes yes even better if you're not going (laughs) <laughs> and, and Mike Nutter uh, uh, was talking about the fact that uh, even at Parkview Field, mm-hmm. they'll be having Fright Night offerings yep. for people, uh, kind of a little trick-or-treat thing for that. But, yeah, Diane and the girls are going to go and uh, see the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, oh, so. Great night for them, great night for you. Yes, yes. And you mentioned a pot of chili. and Yeah, it's good chili day, and now I think you're thinking about it. And you you brought up the clutch clutch. Uh, side to chili yep tostitos scoops and now i'm sold you gotta have yeah if you have scoops you don't need a spoon you don't need just you, but you gotta have a big enough bag of scoops yeah you get a big bowl of chili and uh all of a sudden where do scoops go <laughs> oh down the front of me and uh yeah anyway uh but i oh, love it yeah and see i'm gonna have to go and probably buy a little thing of chili because i don't think i I think I might have made Diane upset this morning before I left. I didn't announce the, the, that I was going to be at the football game today at noon, ah. and I did. So. <laughs> You're never going to win those. I know, husband, I know. I told you. No, you didn't. I, you know what? Okay, fine. I yeah. didn't. Even she though. didn't know that St. Francis had a game today. and and Plus, my father-in-law is moving, and so everybody's helping him move, but I gotcha. won't be there because I'll be you got, at the you game. Got you got an important thing to do out at yeah. Stadium today. Tell people who the ball carrier was and who right? got that pass, who got the interception, who made the tackles. The pivotal, pivotal three-game stretch for St. Francis. You get Marion today, you get Iwu next week on the yes. road, and then you got Taylor at home in the final home game of the season. Back-to-back-to-back high noon starts, too. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that Iwu game. Whoo, baby. Yeah. What a rivalry that's become just a short period of time. Definitely. But then, Anytime those two teams, those two schools face each other, it's uh, it's it's big time. Oh my goodness, is it ever? Yeah. How about the uh, Homestead Boys tennis team advancing uh, to the state uh, semifinals? Uh, they'll be uh, playing number one West Lafayette Harrison 
10 a.m. this morning. Um, first time they've reached the state semis since 2006, uh, and that was when Park Tudor beat them in the championship final. So congratulations to the Homestead Spartans uh, advancing to that. Um, Justin, the of course, 5A and 6A teams are not in action next week, essentially getting that week off because they split up 5A and 6A schools to make, well, 5A schools to make 6A. Anyway, what matchups intrigue you next week? Looking at high school football. Yeah, looking at 4A and below, East Noble Angola is one to watch, I feel. Columbia City Wayne, a lot of people have circled, and for good reason. And as, as look, Columbia City looked amazing last night. And I feel better about Columbia City in this matchup now going into next week. Were they able to shut down Luke Graff? And they were able to really limit the run game last night. And Norwell was able to move the ball here or there with the run game, but it wasn't, they weren't getting torched. And that's what's going to happen with Wayne next week is Lamarion Nelson. And now, unfortunately, with Jacob Sharon out for Wayne, and he suffered a broken leg last night. And, you know, we're thinking about him this morning, a really standout player for the Generals. Is Christian Trimble has kind of settled in behind the center and, and really throwing some darts and being able to challenge teams downfield. So it is, uh, you know, outside of, of this area, people are, are, are going to gloss over that matchup, but we know. In the SAC, Wayne is a very solid program, and Columbia City is good as well, but they have a challenge as big as any next week going to Wayne Stadium, take on Generals. Yes, and it with the, I call it the emergence of Christian Trimble and in the the vertical game, you've got LaMaria Nelson, my goodness, you know, one of the best backs in, in Northeast Indiana and beyond, you know, along with Jonte Lambert. But, but with Nelson, it was, it, Early on, it was, well, let's put eight in the box and, and right. try to stop the run, and he'll get his yards, but, you know, we'll we'll stop that. But now with Trimble and his emergence, yeah, I think, it, you know, it it makes them multi, uh, multi-faceted as far as uh, weaponry offensively. It and and does, look at yeah. what Sherwood Haydock has done over the right. years. Yeah, don't overlook Sherwood Haydock what he can do. And Credit to Columbia City last night, and I said it early in that game that Colton Piper, quarterback, was going to have to make some plays vertically for that team to win last night. And Columbia City was able to get the running game going here or there enough to get the win, but they don't win without Colton Piper completing some big third-down conversions and moving the football. He threw two interceptions last night, but they were negated by the fact that he played so well in making some big connections. I think Columbia City's success long-term in Class 4A relies on him, Colton Herta being, or Colton Herta, Colton, Colton Piper being able to make plays in the passing game and complement that running attack. And we'll see if both teams can do that next week at Wayne. It's it's really a battle between two like-minded teams in terms of offensive philosophy. Should be good as we uh, begin the road to Lucas Oil Stadium. And uh, this will culminate, of course, Thanksgiving weekend with the state championships down at Lucas Oil. Yes, sir. You got all the tunes that are on my A-track in the car. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Oh, just went to track two. Okay. (laughs) That's going to do it for Talking Sports for this Saturday, October 15th. Oh.
We will see you out at Darcy Stadium for this high noon start. But uh, if you can't make it out there, hey, until next week, for Justin Kenny from OPS and Outside the Huddle.net, I'm Jim Shovlin. Have a great week, everybody. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the best glass company of them all? I'm the magic mirror, and the answer to your question is a simple one, you see. When it comes to specialty glass, call City Glass Specialty. The area's choice for custom glass, including shower doors, mirrors, and custom framing since 1944. So, Magic Mirror, how do I reach them? Visit cityglassspecialty.com or call 260-744-3301 today. The Magic Mirror is right. City Glass is the best glass company of them all. If you're looking for a new shower or tub enclosure, City Glass has framed or frameless to offer the ideal solution for your remodeling project. Podcasts by Federated Media.